Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey everyone, this is Steve Passanelli, author of Rehumanize Your Business. And if you want the why, the when, and the how of building relationships, then you want to be listening to my good friend, Travis Chappell on Build Your Network. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place because this is the Build Your Network Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Network. Today, I'm sitting down with Steve Passanelli. Uh, Steve is a passionate storyteller by nature, and he serves as BombBomb's chief marketing officer. Recently, he co-authored The Definitive Guide to Better Business Communication, Rehumanize Your Business, which we'll talk about here in the show. Prior to leading the charge of the relationships through video movement, he had a uh, sales team winning with BombBomb. He was a sales manager, vice president of events, and the national speaker for Realtor.com, and presented to more than a 1,000 audiences along the way. Thematically, these presentations focus on online marketing, video communication, lead conversion, consumer psychology, and sales automation. However, craft beer, photography, motorcycles, and Steve's family of five always made a cameo. Guys, I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation that I have with Steve. We're going to get into some really awesome things. But first, really quickly, if you are a seven-figure business owner and you know the impact that a podcast could have for your business, whether it's furthering relationships with your existing clientele, uh, uh, acting as a lead gen source for new clients, or a business development tool for relationships with your ideal network of people in your industry, build your credibility and authority, all that good stuff, you know that it's beneficial, but you just don't have the time, team, or resources to, de to dedicate uh, to figure out all the other back-end stuff and the equipment and the software and everything that you need, then have my team do it for you. You head over to travischapel.com 
slash make my podcast and have my team of producers jump in and build your show for you. So all you have to focus on is the content and then doing what you're good at, which is servicing your customers. And then we focus on what we're good at, which is building chart topping, high ranking, professional sounding podcast. So travischapel.com slash make my podcast. Steve, what's up, man? Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. You know, I'm going to be honest. I was, I was, I've done a lot of podcasts over the past couple of weeks, but I was really excited for this one just because of not only did I listen to the show, but also, you know, the name build your network and it's all about relationships and, and I enjoy talking about relationships. So I'm excited awesome. to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in then. Build a little bit of context here because your your bio sound, I mean, I always get, I always get um, fired up when I read through people's uh, bios and, and, uh, and introductions and things because there's just so many facets to people and, and there's been so many things that you've done along the way that's led you to where you are now. And so I'm super curious about how it all started. So talk me through like 13, 14 year old Steve, what were you up to back then? Uh, 13, 14 year old Steve was, I, I don't know if I was on a path or, or what you would call it back then. I, I definitely didn't know what I wanted to do, but that's about the time, maybe a little bit older, 16 or so is, is when I found that I did have an affinity or at least I was naturally pretty good at sales. Uh, you know, I would sell shoes and then I, I sold lemonade, uh, and then I sold uh, knives door to door, and that's when yes. I started shining. Um, <laughs> nice. And, was that and for that Cutco? Was, yeah, absolutely. Yep, nice. I was the number one rep in the Northeast for uh, for Cutco. Made it the whole summer, where people awesome. usually drop off, and uh, and I was like, ah, you know what? I kind of like selling stuff and chatting yeah. with people, and. That's where it started. <laughs> nice. I, the reason I say yes is because I have six or seven years of door-to-door experience in my past as well. So, Ooh, yeah. Um, so yeah. you're war-hardened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've been rejected thousands of uh, times in a lot of colorful and unique ways. So uh, <laughs> it can really, really uh, give you some hardcore business lessons from the time that you're really young. So uh, talk to me about maybe a couple of lessons that you took away from that, from that time in your life. Yeah, um, you know, one of the, and I'll, I'll tie it into to the show, the, the biggest lesson that I learned while selling Cutco Knives was the way that we got new business. At the end of every single, like, my goal was not just to sell them, my goal was to, to build a relationship, to connect with someone, and if the sale happened, awesome. But at the end, we felt like we were, we were friends, you know, we were laughing, we, we were making that connection. And at the end, when, when, and this was what was taught, you know, to us, you know, we would break out a sheet, a tic-tac-toe sheet, and you would write nine names down on the sheet for other people who may be interested in helping a college student out. And mm-hmm. that, that was like the, for me, I was like, is that going to work? And then I went and I did it. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, as long as you built that relationship during, you know, the the presentation and you weren't just hard selling and hard pitching people were more than willing to write down names and then you had the easy phone call of hey i was just over so-and-so's house and they told me and it was it was i don't know i just thought it was so easy to do that and i did exactly what i was told uh and i just executed the plan yeah yeah that's that's one of the big things right there is um is for me, when I, when I was doing door-to-door, one of the biggest lessons was that I don't have to reinvent the wheel. That usually if, if there's something out there that I want to do, there's probably somebody who's been successful at it already. 
Absolutely. And I don't have to be the one to invent a new process of getting it done. All I have to do is get connected with that person and learn exactly how they did it and then do it. <laughs> and, and it usually works because there's Amazing. proven success that you can just follow the path. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that strategy could work for so many businesses these days. Right. I don't think people do that enough and leverage their network of their customers and the people that love them. And as long as it's done in an authentic and honest and you know, forthright way, um, I think more and more people could use something like that in their business. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, okay. So you did that for a summer and this was during college, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So what were you going to school for and what did you eventually want to do when you graduated? Uh, I went to school for marketing and, um, uh, you know, I, I knew I always liked sales. So I was like, heck, I'll, you know, I'm going to learn marketing. Um, and, uh, <laughs> my next summer after that, I, I cold called all summer, uh, uh, on a list. This was just a printed out list of thousands uh, and thousands of names. So that was, that was just as brutal. So what was that for? That was for my dad. Uh, he sold uh, long-term care insurance. And so he's like, do you want to work for me? And I was like, uh, I guess so. And, and he was like, well, <laughs> here's what you're going to do. And he sat me down and I sat there and made hours of phone calls. Was so, it a, was it a profitable summer for you financially? Uh, it was, it was in a, in a slightly different way. I don't know. <laughs> it was profitable in terms of what I learned uh, in having okay. these conversations and making these calls with people that had no idea that, that I was calling. Sure. Um, I don't know if it was profitable, profitable for me in terms of uh, the money in my wallet, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's a huge lesson right there, Steve. And this is a conversation I've been having a lot, especially with people who are like in their early twenties or late teens or something. Um, and I think people get, uh, you know, this uh, social media culture that shows everybody's highlight reels. Yeah. It gets it gets young people really down on themselves for no reason at all because they're 21 and you, they shouldn't be down. Like, you're, bro, you're 21. Chill. It's okay. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a multimillionaire already. Like, and, and I think I think that there's uh, uh, this culture of 21 year olds that are just trying to earn a bunch of money. Um, yeah. instead of, instead of like what you just said, instead of being willing to take a summer and maybe like not make as much money as they could have doing something different, but learn a ton of lessons because that's ultimately going to be the thing that helps you have the long-term success. You know, the, the 21 year old that chooses to go work for free for somebody that's a multimillionaire, um, in, uh, versus the one that goes and gets like a decent sales job and makes like 70 grand a year comfortably, like that person might be more successful short-term, but fast forward 10 years. And I almost guarantee you the person that chose learning over earning is going to be earning a lot more than the person who chose earning over learning early on. Well, uh, Travis, I couldn't agree more. I actually made that mistake for the next six to seven years of my life and in my twenties. Mm -hmm. And that was a period of even though I, I learned a lot, like as a teenager and in college, you know, with those jobs, the, as soon as I got my first job, which I was a sales rep and, and year one, I, I did well, I did really well. I made, I made a lot of money being, you know, a sales rep, but it kept me stagnant. And it was one of the biggest mistakes because the money was rolling in and I was good at the job and it was easy. I became complacent and comfortable until I was like, honestly, and this is, I don't, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but honestly, it's still, I was like 27 years old that I was like, you know what? I'm not learning anything. I have this, I have the same, same job, or maybe it was 26, somewhere around there. 
but the yeah. same job um, and doing the same thing day in and day out. And I rocked that job day in and day out. But, you know, I would go home and play video games. And, and I just had this huge stagnant period of my life. And that was it. And other things were going on in, you know, in my life as well, which, which uh, held me back emotionally. And, and, uh, and luckily, I came out of that. And like, I really feel like I began to grow in like my late 20s. And that's when I had that thirst again, that knowledge that you know the, the the thirst for knowledge and hunger for knowledge this episode of the show is brought to you by indeed we are driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all it's to match and match with indeed if you need to hire you need this platform guys i'm telling you indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah. Wh wh where do you think that came from? Uh, you know, well, I can... I can tell you straight out where that came from. My my dad went to jail. Uh, and so I've ne never said that on a podcast before. Never even talked about it before, to be honest. My dad went to jail and was uh, sentenced to four to ten years in jail, and I just oh wow, I, like I imploded more or less. No kidding. Let's talk about life altering, huh? Yeah. So I just did. You know, made a bunch of money and went out and you know partied with friends and and didn't have sure. a path. And it's you know it's funny. It took a long time to to get over that and the the feelings of like oh my god what are people gonna think you know and sure. it, it was yeah it was it was a it was a tough time but I learned a lot during that period too so you know everything's a learning experience sure sure so talk to me about what happens next for you you said you get complacent but now you're ready to go kill it again what do you do then yeah yeah so um, I, you know I became a sales rep and then it, sales were tough so uh, I always. I like it when, when there's pressure, I, I think I perform better under pressure. If there's no pressure, we're not like with my friends, if we're playing games or darts or something, I lose <laughs> when, when we're not betting money. The second we get money, <laughs> I win. <laughs> um, it's, so, it sounds like we would get along then because uh, <laughs> I, I am not, I am not a fan of, of losing things. That's for sure. 
Yeah, so, so during that time, getting into offices, I sold a, a SaaS product. Okay. Uh, and I'm 42 now, so I'm you know, 27 years old or so, somewhere around that, that time frame, 28. Uh, we were selling a SaaS product to, to real estate agents, and we would go from office to office. And okay. the business turned, and it was really hard to go into these offices and do these, these meetings uh, in front of these real estate agents. They're like, oh, I saw your product last year. You don't need to come back. And so hmm. every, everyone was quitting, and we were losing sales reps, and sales were down. And that's when I was like, okay, well, how can I get back into these offices? What can I do? And that is, you know, I always lived by, by this motto and it's, it's be of value and abundance will follow. Hmm. And, and that right then I was like, how can I be of value? How can I not just go into these offices and try to sell them a product? And so I created four different training classes around technology where the product was 15% of the class and 85% of the class was, you know, education. It was edu sales, right? And when I did that, I started getting into these offices. They started wanting me to come back and back and back again. And then of course I was building that relationship uh, with the people in the office because I was coming back several times in a year and then people were recommending the product and my sales started taking off and they were like, well, can you teach that to the rest of our sales reps? And then I became the, you know, a, a regional sales manager and the national sales manager. And then that was the catalyst. That hard time, that time where everybody was leaving uh, and, and not sticking around because they wanted to find an easier job, sure. you know, that's where I found the, the silver lining. Yeah, that, that seems super interesting because, I mean, 15 years ago, that puts you right around like 2005, which is, is, is that right timing? Is that, yeah. Am I doing the math right there? Yeah. So uh -huh. it, it's interesting that realtor.com um, business was going down during a time when real estate was booming nationwide. Was there a reason for that? Um, and actually, and it might it might be closer. I could be a year or two off to like 2006 when it when it started, and okay. you know when the uh, when the recession hit there, and, yeah, and yeah. everything went to went to hell. But yeah. Got probably it. around that. So I'm probably a couple, couple years off. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So that, that makes a lot of sense then. So, so during a time when everybody's getting out of the game, you yeah. were actually taking it straight back to them and saying like, no, this is a good time to be in the game and then selling, selling the product, which is essentially realtor.com. You're selling, essentially you're selling leads to agents. Is that right? Um, at that point in time, I was with top producer who uh, they were purchased by realtor.com, which was okay, a CRM, gotcha. CRM platform. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. That's awesome, man. So, okay. So, uh, 2006, 2007, you're, uh, started killing it for these companies. They get acquired by realtor.com. What, what are you doing at this point? Do you, do you notice that you start to get stagnant again, or are you continuing to push through? Uh, talk to me about like what happens next. Uh, no, no, ever, you know, ever since then and ever, ever since, you know, really like after my dad came home from jail and we came to terms and we have a great relationship now, like our relationship's awesome and, and everything is, is better than it was, you know, better than it was before. And that, that was the start. I just, I kept growing and learning and that's when I moved over to Move, who owns Realtor.com and Top Producer. And I became the, the national speaker, sort of doing the same thing, providing education for real estate agents, traveling around the country at a 48 city tour. And then I would do 50 to 70 other speaking events a year. So speaking 110, 120 times a year. Um, and, uh, and started doing that with a small team of, of eight people, eight, nine people, depending on the year of sales people, as well as marketers. And, and we were responsible for, for generating, you know, it's, uh, depending on the year, six to $8 million a, a new revenue from those speaking events. 
Got it. Got it. So at what point along this way are you just like, you know what, I'm ready for a change? And how did BombBomb play into that? Oh, that's a, that's a good question because actually I was a BombBomb customer from 2011 to 2015 when I oh, joined nice. them. I did not uh, know they've been around that long. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the longest um, video email company, longest tenured video email company out there. And I found them in 2011. I was looking for a replacement for uh, Constant Contact at that time. And I was like, oh, well, video email sounds interesting. And I made every mistake in the book when I bought it because I used it to send out marketing videos. And that's not really how you want to use a video communication platform um, because video isn't, video isn't the, the novelty. It's, the, uh, it's a different way of looking at video in terms of communications and, and hence the title of the book, Rehumanizing sure. Your Communications and using it to speak to someone, not to market to someone necessarily. Yeah. And so I signed up for it in 2011. My team began using it. Uh, we got really good at it about six months in when we were responding to Facebook leads with videos and building that relationship with people that we didn't know, following up with videos um, and, and using it in the way that eventually like BombBomb you know, evolved into. And that is a you know, our, our core is a one-to-one -one communication engine. That's where you're going to find the, the best results, you know, from BombBomb is replacing like plain typed out text. And that's what we were doing. We were mm. selling $30,000, $40,000 a year products wow. without talking to someone over the phone by sending videos. Okay, so this one has been a long time coming, and I'm excited to announce the launch of my new company, World Class Media. I've been doing podcast coaching and consulting for individuals and businesses for the last couple of years, and over the last few months, I just haven't been able to keep up with the requests. So in order to serve more people, I've decided to stop taking on coaching clients and start an agency that creates a done-for-you podcasting solution, as well as monthly production and repurposing services. So if you are a business owner, coach, consultant, entrepreneur, real estate investor, whatever it may be, then a podcast should be be the most powerful business development tool in your arsenal. Imagine having something that is constantly engaging your ideal client, even when you're sleeping, or that allows you to connect with the top people in your industry to build your network and establish credibility, or that allows you to help listeners that are currently outside of your sphere of influence, or that helps you get book deals or speak on more stages or create content once that we can repurpose and distribute across all the platforms for you. That is the power of a world-class podcast that's done the right way. So if you're interested in starting a show, but you just don't have the time, the resources, or desire to figure out all the tech stuff, the hosting, the equipment, the platforms, the production, then you just focus on what you do best, which is serving your clients and running your business. And then let my team focus on what we do best, which is creating world-class chart-topping podcasts. Let's at least hop on a call and chat about it because I'm fairly picky with the people that I work with. And I only work with people who I genuinely think are going to be able to absolutely crush it with a new show. So head over to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. That's travischapel.com slash make my podcast. And we'll chat real soon. So this is another huge pivot point for you, I'm assuming, in life when you start realizing something's working like crazy. And especially at that time, 2011, 2012, I'm assuming that hardly anybody was doing this, right? Nobody. So yeah, nobody was doing it. BombBomb, uh, Bomb, they, they had like a couple hundred customers you know, at that particular time. And I wrote a post. I, I had a, a blog called Tech Savvy Agent at the time, which Move eventually took over. And I wrote a post about them and they, they doubled their client base off of a single 
single blog post. And so they were just starting to grow and I was really using the product. And then, you know, in 2015, um, because I became friendly with the company, the people, sure. uh, they, they actually sponsored my tour. Uh, they were like, hey, oh, do you nice. just want to come over and, and market for us? And I was like, heck yeah, because I was so ecstatic about what video did for for my business yeah. and my sales rep. So I was like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> okay. And that's the most powerful sales opportunity when you are already sold on something for a long time before you start selling it. Yeah. 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 Right. So what, tell me about what BombBomb is up to now. And for those people out there who maybe just don't know exactly what it is, they obviously have gotten a little bit of context through what we've just been talking about, but t t tell me exactly what BombBomb does and what you guys are doing right now to kind of disrupt the space. Yeah. We, we help make, uh, make your digital communication as warm, personal, as effective as a face-to-face as a -face meeting. And the difference between something like a bomb bomb and a Zoom is, and we, we are Zoom customers, we love Zoom as well, uh, and Zoom actually is a, is a bomb bomb customer too, is oh, no. the difference be between synchronous and asynchronous. So you have asynchronous communication for the 99% of the time, you can't get that face-to-face -face meeting, but you want to build relationships with a new lead. You want to follow up with a past client. You want to explain a complex topic, uh, but you can't find the date and the time to meet that person for a synchronous meeting. Um, and then, of course, you have Zoom. Uh, you send out an asynchronous video through BombBomb, introducing yourself, reducing anxiety before a meeting, and then you have that meeting on Zoom, and you get that live interaction, and it's great. And then that meeting's over, and you can follow up with a video rather than a plain text email and, and build that relationship, which is even more important now than ever. And so that's how, that's how we work together. You know, some people are like, oh, are you like Zoom? No, we're not like Zoom. It's, it's messaging, uh, not synchronous communication. Got it. Got it. So what are you working on these days that uh, you're really excited about? One of the things I'm, I'm most excited about is we have been giving our product away to uh, any teacher, K through 12, uh, college professor, et cetera. Uh, anyone can go to BombBomb and they can sign up for a free teacher's account, get the full platform uh, and use it to communicate more effectively with their students. Now that most teachers, you know, depending on when this podcast is released, they're probably still gonna be working remotely. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen just, um, there's, tens of thousands of hours of face-to-face -face time happening between teachers and students through BombBomb right now wow. um, because they're, they're using our platform to teach a lesson, to go through a PowerPoint, to share their screen, to just get in front of their students and you know, sing someone happy birthday. We've seen so many awesome videos of them building relationships and continuing to maintain that relationship with their students uh, you know, through our platform. Yeah, that's amazing. So let's talk a little bit relationships here, man, because obviously this has been sprinkled throughout our entire conversation, really, um, from the get-go, when, when you're talking about, you know, all you did was duplicate what somebody else already was doing, and it worked when, when we were talking about Cutco, and then um, moving into uh, the relationships now that, you, that you've that built with your um, your clientele for Realtor.com, and yeah. And then, and then having the relationship and, and building a relationship over the course of a few years of using a product with BombBomb that led to this new thing. So it seems like there's just a, a, throughout your entire career, a very successful career, it seems like there's just like little breadcrumbs of relationship trails that you've been following from the beginning. Would you say that that would be accurate? And how would you say those relationships have affected you? Yeah, I would I'd say that's completely uh, accurate, Travis. Every 
really position I got was was through a relationship, a pre-existing relationship. Now, of course, there there was skill involved, and and through that relationship, some type of recognition of you know this person's capable of doing this job. Of course, you know you need to have that as well. But it all started through that relationship. Like when I moved over to BombBomb, Darren. Uh, who's the president of BombBomb is is a master of relationships, and you know he he kind of pulled me along there and and built that relationship. Sponsored, I don't know, I don't think BombBomb made very much money from sponsoring my tour. I think he sponsored the tour almost for the for the relationship, um, and and even before that, Max Pigman, uh, who I admire, who. Uh, he, he used to have my position. He was the main speaker for Realtor.com, and then he left, and, and I took his position. Uh, but the same thing. He was a master relationship builder. He's the one that um, pulled me in, and I became the, the second speaker for Realtor.com initially there and, uh, and just taught me the ropes of how to build relationships and, and, and how, to, I don't know, how to just wow people. There was always these little moments um, where I, I went out and I flew out to visit to visit Max, and when I got to my hotel, there was a basket of beer in the ba- in the basket, like all these different he-, he owns a brewery of all these different beers and like all of these cool things like water and everything for you know for the trip. And it's just those little touches, you know, yeah. that just make you feel so good. And I don't know, I learned a lot from those little thoughtful gestures. What would you say? For somebody listening out there who maybe is just kind of getting started with all of this stuff, what would you say would be, you know, the top one or two things when it comes to building relationships? And maybe these could be even be from the book that you just wrote um, that we that we mentioned earlier uh, in the show. Um, it, it, can you just kind of give us those top two or three things, re- regardless of if they are from your book or maybe not? The biggest one, and this might be a lengthy answer, but the, but the biggest one is is simply just to be interested in other people. Uh, and that is the easiest way to start building relationships, knowing that other people have so much to offer, no matter who you're talking to, yeah. no matter what job, what role they have, no matter, you know, even if you just saw them on the street, no matter who you're talking to has, has something of value to, to offer. Um, and, and if you are interested in other people and you ask them questions about themselves, you know, they will, they will offer up that knowledge to you gladly and, and gracefully. And, you know, I started a project in the beginning of this year, Travis, called the, the Gratitude Project, which I always started off my morning with gratitude for years I've done this, where I wrote down, you know, three reasons why I'm grateful uh, every morning. Mm-hmm. And I decided to switch it up a bit. And I love podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts. And I'm like, you know what? We, we are in an unprecedented time right now. And I can hear and listen to the smartest people on the planet tell me exactly, like we were talking about before, tell me exactly what to do to be awesome. Like, that's just amazing in and of itself. And no kidding, I began, yeah, yeah I, be, I began thinking, like, well, you know, I, I'm not thanking any of these people. Huh. I just listen to them. And I should be thanking each, each, uh, each guest on the podcast. And so what I began doing is every morning when I listen to a podcast, um, I write down the two or three main points that I took away that I'm actually going to action on. And I go into my office and I record a video and I either send it through LinkedIn or I find the person's email address or I do both. 
And I started doing this in the beginning of January and I sent it to CEOs, CMOs. I mean, these are, these are people that I have zero relationship with. And I've been sending these videos out and being very specific. Like I, I reached out and to, to Christopher Lockett, I'll use him as an example, who wrote Play Bigger listen to his podcast and I was like man this was amazing here is exactly what we're going to do to create our category um, and when you said this this is what you know this is how I took that and here's how I'm going to action and the response the the networking and the relationship building that is happening through this initiative of doing this daily off of something I'm already doing is listening to podcasts but just being grateful and thanking those people the response has been amazing Christopher messaged me back almost instantly and I, can i curse on the show because <laughs> i'll tell you what go for said. it go for it uh, his response was holy shit steve this was the most epic email i've ever received <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome yeah you, yeah uh, if you if you curse in a quote it's not actually cursing steve so <laughs> <laughs> it's them cursing yeah we're not yeah. we're not actually <laughs> oh, man that's so awesome though so, so this, like building, reaching out and thanking people for something that they don't get thanked for, for something that is so amazing that they're doing, sharing their knowledge, sharing their expertise. Um, I have a, as of right now, I have a 72% response rate from cold emails and LinkedIn's that people I haven't talked to, of people actually typing out a response, being thankful to me for reaching out to them, Thanking, you know, thanking me just for listening. And it's been one of the most amazing experiences in three months that, that I've had. It's so amazing because of how simple it is, right? Like you're not doing anything crazy difficult. Like no. anybody can do what you're doing. And, and especially when you listen on podcasts, just like the question I'm about to ask you in a second, that almost every podcast guest or host talks about during the show is like, hey, how do people get a hold of you? You know, and it blows my mind that nobody takes advantage of that. Like no. you get, you get, you get all, you get access to these people's knowledge and information on a podcast interview. And you're like, man, that was so good. And at the very end, they tell you their email address and then you never send them an email. Like you're it's missing seriously. out on so much potential and so much opportunity in your own life by not doing those things. And so, man, that's such a huge, easy way to, to take advantage of that, man. And I appreciate you for, for bringing that up. So how, how can people, how can people get started with bomb bomb? Because it seems like that would be the perfect tool to be able to use to do some of these reach outs. Yeah. Yeah. If they wanted to reach out like that, it's super simple. You go to bombbomb.com and get a free trial. We don't take your credit card so you can really just play around with it and not have a fear. If you get busy and you don't use it, you know, we won't charge your credit card. Uh, but, but if you have, I, I'd recommend when you start off, identify three to four reasons or ways or triggers in which you would like to use the platform. When would video be a better form of communication than plain typed out text? Do you receive internet leads? Do you need to build relationships? Um, do you need to reach out to past clients to, to upsell? Uh, do you just want to reach out to people during this pandemic and check in on your past clients and do it in a more human way like identify these triggers and there's a lot of triggers which you can talk about or not talk about them but there's so many different triggers that you can use uh, but write them down and then sign up for the product and then daily make it a point to send out two or three videos and if you do that for a week by the end of that week you're going to have people responding to you in ways that you have never received a response before via plain typed out text 
email. Don't use it to cram your marketing video in there and yeah. send out a thousand emails with your yeah. latest and greatest marketing video. That's not the purpose. Yes. I love that you brought that up. It's about relationships, right? Relationships first and foremost. Right. The thing is that people don't understand it too about that, Steve, is like sales come from relationships. Yes. That's the bottom line. Like, and you, you know that as, as a door-to-door salesperson, that's what I always told my reps. I was like, look, it's always, it's always about building trust with your customers. Because if, you, if there's 100 doors in a neighborhood and everybody in that neighborhood, all 100 of them, already knew who you were and liked you as a person and trusted what you had to say, how many sales would you get in this neighborhood? And everybody was always like, oh, probably like 90 to 100. And it was like, yeah, exactly. Because people aren't saying no to you because your product sucks. What we sell is actually really good. People are saying no to you because they don't trust you. Correct. There's no trust built. And so when you take your time to do what you just said and build relationships just off of the fact that you're building relationships for the sake of genuinely being interested in other people, all that does is grow the amount of people who trust you. And if you can grow the amount of people who trust you, then you can do business with all of those people. That was perfectly said, Travis. Well, cool, Steve. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but before we go, I got one quick question for you. This is the one that I ask every single guest who's ever been on the show. So who you know or what you know, Steve, which one of those is more important and why? Uh, um, I think it, it might depend on the context because there's a lot of ways to look at that. Is that uh, for getting a new job? Is, is that for your relationships you know, and, and a work environment? because the, the answer might be different, but overall, if I had to just choose one or the other, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely who you know, because the who you know is the exposure. That is your foot in the door. Um, you'll never get a chance to share what you know unless the relationship is there to first and for you to start off with that person, with that relationship, and then you get to what you know. It's your visibility. Your relation, visibility beats ability every time. Sure. If you yep. are visible, then you have the opportunity to showcase your ability. Yeah, I love that answer. That's something, something that I tell people all the time is that there's somebody out there doing what you want to do that's not as good as you, but they have the opportunity because they knew the right people. Correct. Like you're better than they are. That's not what got the opportunity. The opportunity was came from the relationships. So you, if you, if that's, if that's you, if you think that you're really good at what you do and it just doesn't seem like you're getting enough opportunity, then the answer is relationships. It's not more knowledge. It's relationships. You got to go out there and get that opportunity. Steve, thanks so much for coming to the show today, man. Um, a real quick, I, I want to mention your book, uh, rehumanize your business. Um, and tell people, tell listeners what that is about really quickly, just kind of give a, a brief summary and then tell us where we can go pick that up. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not a book about bomb bomb or anything. It's it's about using simple videos, uh, and I'll just I'll read the the subtext. But it's how personal videos accelerate sales and improve customer experience. So it's when, why, how to use videos, simple short form video messaging to get better results in your business. And you can pick it up on Amazon. Uh, we recorded the audio version of it. Ethan and I, my co-author. Uh, we took turns back and forth reading uh, chapters, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and you could buy it at almost any any bookstore out there. We just made our second printing uh, because surprisingly, a lot of people want to learn about how to use video right now during this uh, pandemic. <laughs> 
Yeah, that uh, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, make sure to go grab a copy of Steve's book if you're listening to this. Like I say all the time on the show, never wait to pick up a book recommendation. Always just pick it up right now because you're going to forget about it if you don't just go pick it up right now. So um, as long as you can stay safe, right? If you're driving, don't pull up Amazon when you're driving. Okay, be smart. But okay, if you're anywhere right now or maybe set a reminder, tell Siri to set a reminder for you when you, when you get uh, to where you're going and pick up a copy of Rehumanize Your Business. Um, in a time like this, it's always good to inject that humanity back into our businesses. And so um, uh, Steve is the, the foremost uh, authority in that field. So be sure to pick up a copy of his book and go check out BombBomb and all the amazing tools uh, and, and suites that they have to offer. I know that's something that I'm going to be doing. Um, so uh, Steve, thank you so much for coming to the show today, man. Seriously, I had a blast chatting with you. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you so much, Travis. Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls, there's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byninnercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. We'll see you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.